Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I give in to sadness Sometimes I don't Oh no Okay At times I'm part of the madness Sometimes I won't Give in to you (laughs) You see the way I have been drifting down a river To nowhere and you're giving me nothing if you're ready to be my everything if you're ready to see it through this time if you're ready for love then you better sing this i will bring but i'm not gonna wait for you forever this time, la di da, ayo. Come on, ayo. La di la di Sometimes oh I gosh. feel myself smiling. Sometimes I'm not. Do do do. Hey, girl. Are you okay? (laughs) No, I'm not. Let's get this shit over with. So, hey guys, I'm Fifi Dobson. And I'm Hot Girl Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) I've been listening to that bitch non-stop. I can't help it. This is Reed, guys. We're back. Welcome back to another week of madness. That's right. Um, So, let's not waste any time. Black excellence. Um, because I'm not going to be here for three hours this week. Right. I'm no, not absolutely not. Definitely going to be less than two. I don't even understand. Like, that Definitely. shit gives me anxiety. <laughs> when I saw that, how long the episode was, I just sucked my teeth and went back to sleep. <laughs> um, so this week, Ashley Williams is the lady to honor and to discuss. This woman, uh, just received her master's and a law degree at the same time oh. from two different universities. Oh. Uh, so, uh, story goes, uh, first of all, she went to Georgetown for undergrad. Oh, okay, as one does. And then she said, I was really interested in beginning a program that would allow me to build upon my undergraduate degree, love for politics, and allow me to continue working. I knew I needed to grow. Um, and so she went to George Washington University in D.C. Mm-hmm. 
for the political management degree. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. While working uh, at the State Department as a special advisor and director of special projects to the U.S. US Ambassador at Large for Global Women's Issues. Oh, my God. So, like, already (laughs) juggling two bad bitch things. right? Right. How do you go to school and have that kind of job? So, she was able to do, like, an online program where she can go to class, like, physically when her schedule permits. Right, okay. So, then not long after that, she was like, all right, so I've been doing this, or I have been knowing that I'm going right. to get this law degree since high school. So after those two pieces were in place, she was like, boom, next. <laughs> and this, so, now it's time, girl. It's time, bitch. So I think I read that she like was rejected from a couple of places like uh, during two different admission cycles. Mm-hmm. And then got great news from the University of Pennsylvania, just because, sure, <laughs> sure you know, just you know. small school. N- never new, heard of it, maybe. Of it. <laughs> um, so about a year after um, starting her master's degree is then in law school and working. Wow. Trying to juggle both of those two things, probably crying. Right. And, you know, meanwhile, I'm overwhelmed all the time. The magic that black women just have at birth, I yeah, suppose. Because that is incredible. Um, and now here we are. She got her master's degree uh, from George Washington University on May 18th. And on 20th, on the 20th, she received her JD. <laughs> and so, congratulations. Can you stop her? No. no, you absolutely Mind cannot. You, also, finish the master's. While she was studying abroad in Tokyo, just because oh, okay. there for three months, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, working or studying at the Japanese Supreme Court or some shit. I mean... So you just speak Japanese as well, sis? Quite, what? <laughs> Annalise Keating is simply shaking. Like, that's like, there's okay. there's nothing you can do. So... Konnichiwa to you too, bitch. Ashley Williams, know her name, touch them of her garment. That's right. That's how that works. Um, is there anybody else I wanted to shout out? Oh, I haven't watched See You Yesterday yet, but I've heard so many great mm-hmm. things about it. And thank you so much for um, y'all being my in-person in human recommended tab. Because you can't always trust <laughs> That's what true. Netflix is actually That's talking true. about in the interface. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's like when the internet tried to give me video game recommendations. A lot of times y'all will troll me with things you know I won't like or you know are scary. And it's like... Well, yeah, that's just I have to. <laughs> I have to ask certain people. It's like a certain audience I have to go to for that because y'all say anything. <laughs> E3 is like two weeks away. Ooh. Cannot yeah, wait. I went to that before. And they said today, they announced they are going to reveal the Avengers game. I'm quaking. What? I just can't wait. It's going to be on what? PlayStation? It'll probably be on PlayStation, Xbox, and that'll be it. Okay. But Nintendo Switch is getting a Marvel game in like two months. Oh, So okay. there's that. Look at that. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, 
crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so this week in um in our pop culture segment that is called uh, uh, <laughs> Hot Tops, the spy who bred me. I don't know. I <laughs> the just spy who bred me. I'm mad because I had to say it back to, to get it. <laughs> I was originally going to do the hand trades tale, but I feel like I did that one. No, I don't think you did. Oh, well, that too. The hand trades, because that, that's a few different entente. So <laughs> a lot happening there. All right. Yeah, so mess. first up, um, yay, uh, Drake's going to the NBA final. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's happier about this win than Drake himself. That is right. Drake... Aubrey Drake Graham alone. That's right. Did it by himself. Brought the Toronto Raptors <laughs> into the NBA Finals on his bearded uh, back. Yeah. Well, his back's not bearded. That doesn't make sense for you. Um, but you guys know what I'm saying. I have been paying close attention to... I was going to say the game. That's a lie. Yeah, to Drake no. enjoying right. and sometimes not enjoying his sports. Mm-hmm. Great memes. Yeah. He's great to look at, depending mm-hmm. on who you ask. Yeah. Um, and he's just having a blast. A lot of really good gifts that come out of so Drake reactions. Great. I mean, he's literally standing on the court looking like <laughs> the light skinned nigga from uh, New oh Jack City. Where he be cheesing up at these niggas? <laughs> this shit is so like funny. He's clearly talking cash shit to them I from the it. sideline. The Was it the Milwaukee Bucks that they were playing? Uh, I actually did not. I don't even remember. Who was it? Is the okay? Are the Milwaukee Bucks a team? Yes. Okay. So but I, I want to say that that's who, who they were playing. Toronto. I have not kept up with basketball. It is all this season. I'm so correct. I know literally everything about you sports. do. You do. So the I think the daughter <laughs> of the owner of that team 
was like sideline at a game wearing a Pusha T shirt, <gasps> and Drake like reposted it. Oh and God! Said, All's fair in war and war. I'll still get you tickets to OVO Fest. Like the dolls having such oh, a good time Lord. at the basketball game. <laughs> okay, like Drake. having a full blast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You fine. know, for them, for like niggas, this is like you know yeah. Bubble Guppies live <laughs> or Disney on Ice. <laughs> right. Just cheerful, and I love seeing them having a great time. Okay. Um. So yes, I would love. Love to see Drake um, walk out ahead of the team for game one of the finals. All right. Um, <laughs> That's enough. I think that if you really give a fuck, you guys will make sure to get a giant owl behind him to spread its wings, a la the series finale of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. much like Drogon did for uh, Khaleesi, rest her soul. Right, right. Um, someone will have to clearly shoot Drake, Drake Harris, Drake Harris, Drake Harris. What? And um, <laughs> what are you on? Cue the pyrotechnics and the bird shooting bands out of his uh, mouth or whatever. I just want Drake doing to make a, lot right now. a giant spectacle of this because I'm going to watch simply because Drake is right. there. I mean, but do all that just to watch them lose anyway? It ain't no way in hell Toronto is oh, beating Golden State. Also, it ain't no way in hell. I want for uh, for Drake and Riley Curry to have a dance-off. Okay, well, yes. Um, we deserve that's that. That's the halftime. <laughs> we deserve. That I would like to we see. We deserve. Um, and I fully see Riley walking out with both siblings at either side, <laughs> <laughs> including the baby. <laughs> Even well, the- well, someone can push the baby. And the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's what? What's the other girl's name? Ryan. Ryan. You're right. Ryan can push. The other one's name doesn't start with R. No, I remember that because right. I was livid. Right. It's like Connor <laughs> over, or something. Over whatever they named their baby. <laughs> How the fuck you gonna not give this baby a goddamn R name? Yeah, what I want them to come out to um, the beginning of Homecoming. Mm, okay. Like like the like the, the, the percussion and the... Oh my god. No, because that's gonna set expectations way too high. <laughs> and then Riley walks center of the court with Drake right in front of her and they go bum 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 bum. So you wanna watch them do Beyonce's choreography? I mean, no, they can bring their own, you know, set to the floor. Okay, okay. But I, I, they have to battle. I mean clearly. But yeah, I, I do expect the Golden State sure. Bridges will win and then well, I think we all are expecting that. Yeah. But good for them for getting to this point, I guess. You know I'm happy for them. If if for no other reason than for Drake's reactions. And there's and their mascot is a raptor. Right. Rawr. That's so fun. Not, you know, even in America as a team. Yes. So fun. what's the what's the Golden State Bridge? What are what are their their what's their warriors. mascot? <laughs> yep, them as well. What is what are what do they have a mascot? Is it a warrior? Uh, I'm sure they have somebody in an in an outfit or something in one of them fuzzy ass costumes, but I don't remember what it looks like. I thought it was like a goat almost. What? What am I thinking of? Let me look it up. Does every team have a mascot or is that like you choose? I mean, kind of. Like we have the thunder, but like Oklahoma City has that? the thunder, but right. It's just some, um, it's not like a lightning bolt or not. Because, well, what is he? Right. Because thunder isn't a, it's a sound. It isn't yeah, a thing. It so it's I've, like, no, it's just some brown thing. It don't matter. It's just have a nigga come <laughs> out with a t shirt that says crack. Like, bang. <laughs> Let me see if I can find a picture of their mascot. But yeah, I'm just looking for, for Drake uh, reactions and for him to... What the hell? 
you know, beat his chest and act like he's in a, a, a hip hop drug epic. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And wow. Uh, hopefully, Aisha will troll the Raptors by bringing them cupcakes or I don't know, whatever. I just want drama. I want the drama. Right. Because I don't even know the names of anybody who plays besides Stephen Curry. This is so crazy because Golden State had a mascot called Thunder. Why? Uh, Have they I, not always been called the the Warriors? I don't know, but they got rid of him in 2008 when the Oklahoma City Thunder was sold to oh, well, Oklahoma City and took that? that name. Wow, that's crazy. They should just make this basketball their trivia. Out of bridge. Um, uh, one person gonna wear a bridge outfit or like yeah, like a little. Mm, no, it's probably you know I don't know like one of them Thor type niggas or something like that. Honestly, Riley's their mascot. <laughs> she is the reason that a lot of y'all started giving a fuck about only that team. Reason <laughs> I care. Like, and I know Aisha didn't put her baby up at this point, or y'all not allowed to laugh at her shenanigans no more. But Riley Curry, <laughs> from the moment that that baby sat on her daddy's lap at that press, it was or whatever, too much when she said. <gasps> I was like, who is she? I want to be her friend. When she said, way up, I feel blessed. (laughs) When she open mouth yawned into that (laughs) fucking microphone and just said, I don't care about (laughs) any of this. Right. And then when he put her down and she came up, like out underneath the table. Right. She was like, uh, I'm here to play, actually. I was like, what a joy. She's given us a that lot of great moments. Gift. Yeah, she has. Um, what else is going on? So, mm-hmm. y'all have been uh, feeling the things this week. Oh, uh, Lee Daniels says that he's fighting hard for the, the return of your favorite uh, stories, guys. Star might... Okay. Might find a home somewhere. Who knows? That would be great if it did. Lee Daniels posted a a clip from the show where somebody's Mima is cussing out this white girl for being white <laughs> and being at her house. Oh, it's me. Yeah, I literally was like, oh my God, look at Crystal. <laughs> it's actually me as a Mima. <laughs> she was like, you know I don't trust these goddamn They made me uncomfortable. I was like, oh, maybe I should have been watching this. Um... So yes, guys, Ryan Destiny and and the white girl with the Kanekalon and Lynn from Girlfriends wow. may be coming back to a, a place near you. He posted that clip and said, fighting guys will know this week or top of next. I'm not letting them stop the culture. Sorry. Uh it's the stars of the culture. I mean, but you are you going to personally finance it? How you, what do you mean you're not going to let them stop? I'm glad, well, we'll know this week or something okay, next. All right, I don't know. all right. We'll go I ahead I feel like then. they've stopped. You know, right. like, I feel like they said we're actually like really we're not. We're stopping. We're not paying for it and we're not broadcasting it. We're not. It isn't ours. So I think them is the greater they. Right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's the them. It's the them that DJ Khaled be talking about. Right. Like just. The people who don't want you to have a bigger pool than Kanye. Right. Those same those people. people. <laughs> those people. It's those niggas. But you know, I'm sincerely good luck to them. I know a lot of you niggas enjoy this show. And for all of its campy weirdness, there are talented singers and performers on it. So here's hoping that they right. find a home somewhere else. That's true. Um. <laughs> So, I'm pretty sure that at some point not long ago, I put Shad Moss on the sick and shut in list. Had to. But I just want to discuss something that he decided to share with us via 
Insta story. Oh no, this is gonna be trash. Recently, oh you know, it. I already know. So it. he says, "You ever notice how the IG models take more vacays than the average? Like you got no car, no home, but in Dubai this week and Turks next week. Who be paying for this shit? And they never show the niggas they on vacay with, trying to make it look like it's all the girls. Stop it. Plane ticks are." Oh, 2K as in the okay. Oh. Plane ticks are 2K and up plus food. I was thinking of the game. Right. Plus hotel. We know y'all not paying for this shit. Hell, you asked me to pay for an Uber to get you home, so I know you're not busting fifteen thousand on no trip. Hashtag girls got it good. I mean, so, who, who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck if IG models are getting flued out no damn where. That's none of my fucking business. Why does he care? I said no doubt. <laughs> Some pretty young thing yep, from Instagram that's, that's what it is. that you had something with or thought that you had something that's with. That's absolutely what it is. Is out somewhere underneath mm. a palm tree with yeah. a cocktail in her hand and her G-string all the way up that that's ass. That's right. And you didn't pay for that trip, you're pissed. Because right. you're assuming, and maybe correctly, mm-hmm. that a nigga paid for right. it. I'm just so lost. Like, clearly you're in your feelings, but you're telling us, you're. it's like, do you think that you're sharing, right. you're cracking the Da Vinci code You're not here? making some big point that nobody else has ever considered. We know that these gorgeous girls with no job are getting flown out places and a lot of them probably are making ridiculous money just to show up somewhere or just getting tricked on by a rich nigga which I mean honestly goals so I, mean, I don't like <laughs> like what are you even saying this here? As if we're supposed to be mad at them <laughs> you ain't got a house you ain't got a job you ain't got a car it sounds like to me she don't have no bills and she just live off of rich niggas furthermore the bigger point for me is that I'm just tired of niggas like this like specifically yeah. niggas who either have money seem to have money or at the very least have enough fame that they attract these types of women you know that you do girl that's your (laughs) leverage stop when you are in your feelings trying to like then shit on these women for doing the same thing that was the only reason they were ever in your goddamn face to begin with you know what I'm saying if most of you niggas were the mailman you know Mm -hmm. what I mean all these IG models (laughs) that you act like every woman needs to meet the standard of in order to be like worthy of your time and attention they wouldn't belch in your goddamn direction (laughs) you know the reason that (laughs) they even look at you in the first (laughs) place is because you either have money fame and or access right so then when they stop Stop trying to be like, oh, well, these IG models be always being flown out. Of the f-. Yes, we no know shit, that. And right. good the black fuck for them. Right. Because quite honestly, the <laughs> least you summit you niggas could yeah, do. Yeah, the least. Especially because do you have any idea what these girls could be making per like sponsored Instagram posts? These stories and shit. You have no clue what kind of money these girls could be making off they looks. If you wanted some regular ass everyday girl who, you know, go shopping and for the groceries and come home and cook and take care of the house. It's a million bitches at Kroger right now. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just here to tell you the God. I don't understand. Truth. You want like these Instagram models, quote unquote, these like obscenely gorgeous women to not be gorgeous, not to capitalize on. And I don't see what is this. All of these girls who are on here selling diuretics <laughs> to y'all could easily, you know, with a couple one, a couple two, three, four of those posts. I mean, get on cheap tickets easily. or or what's the travel travelocity all or somewhere. That shit. Expedia, all and that hit shit. a deal. Like you don't even know what the fuck you talking <laughs> right. about. Maybe be she quiet. is, and you know what? <laughs> Just think about the incredible flex it is if she is in Dubai with six of her best friends, and they on Instagram all fucking day. It ain't nobody but them, and whoever's paying for it ain't asking to be 
be in no pictures, ain't insecure like Shad Moss on Instagram okay. talking about you spend all this money. You know what he doing? Enjoying seven gorgeous booties in his fucking face. That's what that man is doing while you over here it's mad. It's called Alexis. <laughs> Get over it. That's theirs and yours is growing up growing up hip hop Atlanta right. or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Like, leave the girls alone, yours please. Is puppy love. And it that's just reminded right. me of that episode of Atlanta where they were in the club and that <laughs> paperboy had that girl come into the section with her friends and he thought that the, she was like really feeling him or whatever. Oh yeah. And in the it end like... she realized like, um, <laughs> you came to the club trying to flex and have pretty bitches in your your booth or whatever right. and we're filling that void in return we want all of the bottles yep. and all of the space like right. what because niggas, what's the issue here like you have to understand who the draw is here you either go make the people who are the draw happy or you not but and you niggas don't uh, ever want no girl who like is a dentist or no. whatever you know what I'm saying I don't ever want some regular ass girl you don't want the girl who could spend $15,000 <laughs> on a trip whenever the fuck she wants to oh, go wherever go. because then you don't have the leverage oh, y'all are yes. afraid of them girls Ooh, yes. because you know that they don't need you for nothing that's they could just take point. care of their motherfucking self yes. that's why you always want to like get all of these same types of women yes. who specifically will come to you and again no judgment on my side who will specifically come over to you and be like, I'll pre- be that pretty girl on your yep, IG, on your sure arm will. at the club with your ugly ass. And in return, I would like this card, that shoe, this bag, all of these mm-hmm. kids yep. and all of this child support. And niggas will do it. And, that, and you do it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? And then when they piss you off or when really when you piss them off, you want to be like, uh, well, I value this and I support your head and I get you this no. time and all this stuff. Like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you're not sharing anything right. with us that is is brand new. We yeah. know that we know the, the game, IG nigga. model <laughs> right. is pimping the game. None of us give a fuck. We Get out your feelings. Text us to your therapy or to talk space. You can text <laughs> You can. Bitches was doing all this before Instagram. I, hoes used to literally sell pussy on Twitter. I like, mean, I'm just... With the rates and everything, nigga. There's nothing new about any of this. But we don't care. That is such a good point about how if there was like a girl... Um, you know, just somewhere around them that they met or whatever, who was like doing well in life enough to where she didn't need a nigga automatically they like intimidated yes. because it's like, how dare you have your shit together and your life is complete without me? Then what's my point? You what want you somebody need me for? that you feel like you can control or that you have a sort of power over by being able to give them yes. all of these things that they can't get on their own. Right. But then when shit is on the outs, then you'd be like, oh, well, bitch, you need a nigga for everything. Like, what? Like, what? Bye, 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 shit. Bow out. Like it's like <laughs> we're not even talking about like you're like on top of that. On top of all of that. Right. We're not talking about, you know <laughs> Future even. We're not even, even talking about future. one of these niggas even who future. is like right. ever present on every record all over the place yeah. and constantly booked right. and on every DJ Khaled album. Like We're not it's that's not it. So Shad is insecure and has been for a long time, but like tuck it in because I mean God bless this you is absurd. For real, for real. This is dumb. Yeah, this is dumb as hell. Like nigga, who is this who is this for? Who doesn't know this? Speaking of rap niggas, um, uh, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't know if he's from Charlotte, but he's a North Carolina rapper, the baby. <laughs> who, for those of you who don't know, is neither rapper Lil Baby nope. nor is he a baby. He <laughs> is a grown man named the baby. Um, I like his music though. I'm not, I'm I mean, just yeah, maybe does he call himself that because he's like five four? 
I don't really know. I never I even, thought it was because he was ultra short that he called himself that. I, I never even really looked up why he called himself the baby because it's not even the strangest rap name I've heard in like <laughs> in recent time. <laughs> right. So I'd just be like, okay. <laughs> like, Duh, all right, baby. whatever. If your music's good, call yourself whatever you and want. And got an right. album called Baby on Baby. Baby on Baby. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> wow. Okay. So, I'm going to um, have to listen to this. I'm going to have to listen to this album. Hey, I mean, if you like this nigga ass, crazy. I like him. This nigga is crazy. Musical. He's <laughs> okay. So, I saw this video of some nigga getting beat up at the Louis Vuitton store, and I thought it was just some nigga from, you know, the internet. I think it's some YouTube rapper. But he apparently is also a rapper who is from North Carolina and has been... Seems like attempting to have some kind of a beef with the baby by saying that he feels like (laughs) baby doesn't represent Carolina the way that he wants him to or the way that he should or whatever, which is like, oh, my God, nigga logic. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Rapper the baby is your concern in terms of North Carolina representation. Like now, I don't really know the the ends and the odds of North Carolina's like government and and legislation. right now but i feel pretty comfortable in saying that the baby is the least of your concerns absolutely when you as a black man are talking about the way that the the state or your city is being represented but sure right Um, and how many black rappers are even from north carolina like people out right now because i can't think of nobody other than pd pablo to be honest with you i feel like a lot of niggas from north carolina are feel really strongly about baby because he's doing real well right now and i feel like to me because when i was at sweet heat Every time they played his song, Shug, mm-hmm. North Carolina ripped it. Like Amen. everybody there from North Good. Carolina ripped it. They constantly kept asking them to play his record and stuff like that. And I thought to myself, like, is he like putting North Carolina on the map? North Carolina just feels like to me, like there's a ton of rappers that have come out of there, but maybe yeah. it's just because it's from the. It's I'm like trying a to think of place. anybody who's like real current right now, like somebody who's really out there or even with a rising profile, like this nigga, little baby. Nobody <laughs> is from anywhere. <laughs> I just be guessing Atlanta. You know, and half the time you probably probably be closer. (laughs) Atlanta or a surrounding area. I just be like, if you're not from Atlanta, I'm just gonna guess Texas. (laughs) I just don't say (laughs) Atlanta. Like I don't, I don't mean unless you have a very clear accent. Right, right. Um. So anyway, back to the point. This nigga has, you know, been having issue with baby for whatever reason. I don't know how or why they both ended up in the same Louis Vuitton Louis Vuitton store at the same time. But the nigga named Cam Cold Heart (laughs) decided to record himself in the Louis Vuitton store antagonizing baby, talking about this nigga looking at me like he want to do something. He's crazy, whatever. Calls him a bitch or whatever. And then (laughs) that clip ends very abruptly, followed by another clip of them pretty much face-to-face mm-hmm. with the do-somethings, do-somethings. You know how niggas do. Yes. And then finally, this cam nigga swings, cut, and then he's on the ground. <laughs> Ever bloodied and draws around his ankle. Well, pants around <laughs> his, his ankle. With his pants around his fucking ankles. That's what I could not understand. Like, sir, how? I need to know, like, I need Louis Vuitton to release the security footage because I need to know how we got from this man being fully clothed to on the ground with a bloody face and jeans down. I'm the truth, nigga. Not the mouth. Me. Yolo. I'm the truth. Quit playing with me, boy. 
What? This sounds like a rap song. Doesn't it? It sounds it sound like, like the intro, to, the a intro to a rap song. Watch him put it on a he record. He probably will. He probably will. A man who will whoop your ass on your own Instagram and post it, don't give a fuck about nothing. Now, the Cam Cole Hart nigga, I think, I guess he went back to the Louis Vuitton store at some point. I saw that shit. And he went to the security... <laughs> God bless this George So pathetic. So pathetic. He went to the security guard at the front talking about some, as a black man, how many niggas was it in here who's jumping on me? And the security guard said two. So Mm -hmm. he claims that it wasn't Dolo, baby, and his security guard, who is, I guess... Uh, he can carry legally or as well. I, nice, I don't know nice. The gun. You weren't shot, but <laughs> right, and that should be considered a blessing. He says that they jumped him, which I don't know what the fuck you did thought. One of them pull the pants. Even if they did, like, sir, you was the one talking big shit, knowing his security was you right like, there. I don't know did you, what like, he might have done. What the fuck? That was stupid of you. You deserve to have both of them beat your ass. You was talking big shit, talking about what you taking your shit off for. What you gonna do? Like, you're what are you? What's okay. going on? So you asking for me to beat you and ass. recording it. <laughs> Right, and you on Instagram, like you literally doing this because you think you could talk shit and it'll be cute, blah, blah. It's probably going to go on your YouTube later or whatever. And you got your ass beat filming that video in the car talking about, I'm still pretty. Ain't oh, I didn't see all that. that. Oh, I did yeah. not see that. The whole time talking about how it ain't that bad and I he ain't got no cuts and all vlog. this. Right. Meanwhile, his whole fucking shirt is off. Why? Because we saw in the video that shit was blooded in a motherfucker. They fucked you up, sir. You don't need to get on here and act like they didn't do that. If it was just one or the both of them, you got your ass beat. And, and you just asked for seemed it. Seemed like a situation that could have been prevented. You asked for had it. Had you not been antagonizing <laughs> the nigga and doing so on camera. Like, right. like not only from that nigga's perspective, and for clarity, I don't condone jumping. I hate it. 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 So if he really did get jumped, I can't respect that. But at the same time, you have to look at a situation as from the from the opposite side mm. of things. If you're talking shit to a nigga who clearly has another nigga with him, security or not, right. like, let's be mindful right. of how things could, could turn out here. Because this but is dumb. <laughs> not only are you talking shit to me, as you've been doing, but you're trying to record it and put it up on here. So now you're trying to hold me like for the internet and in public. You're just doing yeah. the most like you're asking for a physical thing. Not to mention you swung first. Right. So it just, what are we doing here? Right. What, what are you are we trying to accomplish? You know, it slightly reminded me, did you see the clip of that girl trying to go off on NeNe Leaks in the airport Mm-mm. for not speaking to her friend? No. Oh my for God. For not speaking to her friend. She said that one of her friends like saw NeNe in the airport and went to go and try and talk to her or something like that and NeNe refused to talk to her or didn't want to take a picture or there or something to that effect. Okay. <laughs> and so the girl was like, I had to go over and go off on her. So she has like somebody recording her on Snapchat, on Snapchat getting into like... A verbal altercation with Nene Leaks, trying to clown her clothes, even though she was dressed like if Dijonay was a pussycat doll. Like, I don't even know. You look dumb, sis. Like, it was so evident that she was trying to make it a moment. That lady don't have to say nothing to you or your friend at the goddamn airport. Celebrities do not owe you conversation or a photo or anything else. They're human beings who can say no to whatever. It wasn't at no Real Housewives convention. This wasn't a fucking NeNe League seminar. That lady, and if she's anything like me, and I'm sure you, (laughs) at the airport at a certain time anyway, I don't want nobody to look at me. Please. I want to get on this aircraft and go where right, the because fuck first I'm of going. all, I'm dusty. 
I'm 100% dusty as fuck at the airport. I do not get dressed to get on a plane. That's is, y'all niggas. You ever clearly wanted to be on the blogs yeah. and to have a little moment and you got that except for everybody calling you stupid, which right. I don't think you expect. This is just dumb. Like, And, and you niggas having people record you for whatever you, you your viral moments or whatever, y'all are just so fucking whack. I mean, grow I don't up. think y'all, right, this is just, ugh. That nigga, he honestly got exactly what he asked for. So, oh well. Um, what else do we have here? <laughs> talked about that. Talked about that. Talked about that. Oh, uh, oh, Iggy Azalea. She, what? Iggy Azalea. Her titty pictures leaked, and she's suing somebody for pressing <laughs> charges. No, it's actually really fucked up. Like, I feel bad for her because. Apparently, she was doing some photo shoot for GQ, maybe GQ Australia, and it was like one of those topless, I'm covering my titties, look at my cleavage, uh, I'm okay. so sexy things. All right. But apparently, she wanted to like, I'm going to read what it says on CNN's website. This is so... She... Okay, the website had a a title that says, Iggy Azalea Gifts Plastic Surgeon Signed Topless Photo. So I'm guessing that she like sent the surgeon that did her titties okay. a photo of them okay. during the photo shoot and signed it like it was supposed to be for him <laughs> okay whatever so somebody I guess who was working on set or know somebody or whatever got pictures or got copies of pictures that were supposed to have been deleted leaked it somewhere mm. mom was mortified and deleted her social media and stuff like that and now they're doing an investigation oh, GQ titties? included and, I mean well they're her titties I mean Okay, but I just... I get it. Because they're know, tits. Right, I mean, I get it because still. it's like her privacy yeah. or privacy. You know, whatever it is that's being violated here, the expectation that these photos wouldn't get out. I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, I mean, they just titties. Like, I mean... Titties are everywhere. I feel where you're coming from, but only because... And on top of that, it would be thing, one thing if it was like a salty-ass ex or something, which is disgusting about right. it. Right. But the fact that it was like... these, This is something that happened in a professional setting for like a huge publication. Right, right. You should feel feel comfortable enough Mm -hmm. so i i get that level of violation because it's kind of like it would be one thing if i wasn't fucking with these niggas because niggas are trash and i know how to deal with that and on top of that i know who to look to (laughs) when i if i do want to press some charges or do whatever else but it being a situation where it's like come on like that that literally never should have fucking yeah somebody at gq needs to figure out because like photos from cover shoots or whatever they I feel like that just almost never happens yeah. where the other photos from the that. shoot do not like people don't play games about them photos and stuff so I think it won't even be difficult for them to find out exactly who did it and whoever did had to feel has to feel like a dumbass right now but I mean not to be like overly sympathetic to Iggy Azalea but like they just okay. titties girl they just titties like I'm sure think, they're nice titties. I mean, I didn't see the picture. I would feel, I mean, too, but. no. I mean, I guess if it was me, I would be upset. But I feel like people around me would be like, it's just titties. Or, you know, your titties look really good. No, I'm like, <laughs> I completely understand where you're coming from. Like, I would be pissed too. Yeah. And I would probably at least want consequences for yeah. whoever it was involved. I'm a sue or something. But like, yeah, I just, like, there shouldn't be an embarrassment around like the naked body. I think that's what I'm trying to get to. Especially just titties. I was going to say, especially a woman's naked body. Right. 
I mean, and that as well. And you got the reason you got the titties sculpted, so you know they look good. Like you literally ordered them to look like that. So I mean, you're so proud of them. You allegedly signed photos of them. I mean, right? You took pictures of them and was like, "Yep, that's me," and you did that. So, but but yeah, yeah, it is a violation nonetheless. All right. Last but definitely not leasted. Leasted. I said leased on purpose and then I asked myself why. <laughs> um, All right. Woo. The Hive versus Dionne Warwick. Let's discuss. <coughs> Which Hive? Beyonce's Hive? Have you not heard about this? No. Where have I been? Oh, MSNBC? I started playing. No, I started playing Breath of the Wild again, but this time on Master Mode. I started a new game on Master Mode. I so. almost got sucked back into this to do the whole. I was gonna going for the whole Koroxy thing, and then I was oh, like, "Oh yeah, it takes an eternity." I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> it takes. I'm not doing that. But you have to have the Korok mask helps a lot, but it takes an eternity. Yeah, I just unlocked all the towers, so no, I've been spending a lot of time on the master mode. Is hard than a motherfucker. I'm finishing Phoenix right, and I'm trying to get all the Riddler trophies in Batman. Okay, yeah, I need to finish Phoenix right. I just don't want it to end. Like it's only a certain number of stories, and I don't want that to There's ever be. So over funny. because it's so much fun <laughs> um so yeah the the beehive oh no some of what are you niggas doing so Dion warwick was interviewed by essence recently and i guess they asked her about uh singers artists of today and whether or not they would be able to if they have what it takes mm-hmm. in however many decades from now to be considered classics legends so on and so forth she said not yet i don't know if 10 years from now anybody can actually sing the songs of our babies today that's not as you guys say throwing shade <laughs> it's looking at it with the reality oh god I Woo, so then she knew it was shade is it beyonce comes up and uh, they asked, you know, if Beyonce could be considered an icon. Dion says, I have an admiration for Beyonce Knowles Carter now. Watching her growth has been quite refreshing. It's wonderful to see how she's been able to create what and who she wants to be and who she is. Very proud of that. I really am. Where's the butt? Here it is. Now sustaining and becoming <laughs> a big icon that Gladys Knight or Patti LaBelle or Johnny Mathis or Frank Sinatra or Sammy Davis Jr. is. I doubt that. And I love her to death and can appreciate her talent, but that iconic status, it's a long road. Mm. So, for well, that statement... Well, well. <laughs> I, got see why the half, I, saw, I see why the younger half was fully outraged. And I love that you said the younger half. Yeah, because it's not Cause us. Because you know. <laughs> it's not us. Like, I read that and I was like, okay, auntie. But, right. Okay, auntie. Like, no, I mean, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, I... I fully disagree and like no shade to you Beyonce's a bigger icon than you are but you know you have your opinion and that's fine I, mean, I ain't finna cuss out Dion Warwick are you dog. fucking first of all okay to me when I read this I said two things Dion Warwick is a fucking legend <laughs> she is she has the right to, I mean this woman has seen actual mm. legends yeah. come go yeah. has performed right next to them mm-hmm. like if you don't yep. know anything about Dionne Warwick besides maybe got to be real or the second friends network or that <laughs> the young ones have no then, idea what that is at all <laughs> at all woo call me now I mean you can do some of your research but I was just like okay and I feel like because Dionne Warwick is 78 right you know what I'm saying Beyonce's what 35 36 38 39 
Because I'm 36 and she's like a year and a half older than me. Okay. So, well, you know, probably 37, 38. To Dion Warwick, Beyonce is a child. And she's probably Rightfully like, so. <laughs> okay, girl, when you're talking about Beyonce, you know, the way you are today, when mama is like 60, mm-hmm. then sure. I just feel like that's the way that she's operating, just as an older musician who's just been everywhere, sung with everyone and all of that stuff. And she has the right to her fucking opinion. That's my elder. Like, I don't care. Right. You know, I just don't agree I with really her. I really don't. And that's it. I just don't. There, you're... I f- fully feel like you're absolutely wrong here but why would I cuss out Dion <laughs> Warwick? I was trying to drag Dion Warwick for like, expressing girl, her goddamn opinion <laughs> like about a singer that's like okay, however many Amy. years younger than her. You know how many Aineys have terrible opinions on shit? <laughs> you take the good and the bad with them and you keep it moving. <laughs> girl, woof. Alright, well, as long as y'all got y'all Twitter fingers out, I know it's been a while I think since the Hive has had to drag anybody. Child, they were going after her nostrils. <laughs> oh no. Her cigarettes. No, uh-uh. We like our Negro Nose with Jackson Five nostrils. Don't I mean, do that. Don't do that, niggas. Just all the, they now were the going. cigarette smoking. There could be a lot of high quality jokes coming <laughs> out of that. <laughs> and there were. Oh well. But okay. no, I mean, what right, the fuck are we supposed to say? Nobody. We're not cussing out Dion Warwick, girl. It's like I'm not cussing out Patty Labelle. I'm not cussing out the Amy's. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Bye. All right, girl. Beyonce probably, if she heard about this at all, was just like, oh. <laughs> right. And then went back to playing with her babies. <laughs> Tell her I said thank you. Right. Send her like, a basket or something. Right. Meanwhile, Rumi and Sir over here fucking something up, so excuse me while I get right. back to my fit limb chair. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye, girl. Bye, guys. <laughs> Y'all so dramatic. I love it. Well, that's it for uh, whatever I called it this week. Mm-hmm. And... The bottom who bred me. Oh, bottom stuff. No, I don't remember. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break and then we'll come back and do other things. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works parting ways, which makes me sad. But that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important. 
And I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Living it up. With Patty LeVay. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. It's time for some listener letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. We did. <sighs> Lord God. We actually did get a letter from a white woman who said, oh, <laughs> I'm 36 years old. I did not realize it wasn't normal to not wash your legs. I have at least 10 washcloths in my linen closet that I have never used well, on my body. <laughs> I was going to say, well, at least you have that. But My sister, husband, and I were talking about y'all's episode, and he was horrified to learn that neither of us wash our legs. To be fair, though, he only she uses his hand. said her sister's hand. husband? No. She and her sister and her husband were oh, all three okay. talking about it, and neither she nor her sister washed their legs. And her, her husband, husband was disgusted. But he washes his legs, but he don't use a washcloth. So anyway, <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> she said right? she said today she took a shower and she used a washcloth on her legs. Thank you for making me realize <sighs> how disgusting I am. Except it's kind of baby steps because it did take me three days to shower because I don't like getting wet. What? All right. Well, Marion. <laughs> What is that? what? I'm sorry. What? Marianne's being honest. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. We are helping reach the whites with this. I saw full a white bathing. guy say something about um, us getting to him together and him washing his legs for the first time or something like that. Wow. Too. I'm just like, I know them legs scream <sighs> when you get to scrubbing. <laughs> just, were they the a different color just, when you were done? The bacteria just opens up and hollers. <laughs> Ooh, please tell me that you went and got them ankles and them feet and the bottom of them feet as well. Like, honestly, y'all need loofahs. Like, you don't even need... Yeah, you need to exfoliate. ...washcloths at this point. Like, you need to actually go and get, get a in good there. scrub. Ooh. Maybe one of those um, metal things that you could use in your kitchen. One of those they need... Okay, no. Not the steel... <laughs> the no, steel not the steel scrub. wool Any that steel you use wool. to clean. Any of that. It's cast iron. Because, no. I mean, <laughs> there have to just be layers right. like, at this point. No, y'all got to do, like, one... One wash with like a washcloth and a body wash or whatever. And then you got to do another wash where you do like an exfoliation all over your body so that you let y'all niggas need to go in twice is what I'm saying. And maybe do that a couple times a week your just legs. to make sure. Like I just, huh. Anyway, we're out here changing white people's lives. Amen. It's not just white people, Loki. <laughs> I saw a couple of y'all come forward that are of color. What? I have. And you know what? Wow. I guess we can appreciate your honesty as well. Yeah, you know, anybody <laughs> who has just felt like the lower half of their body didn't need any attention. <laughs> you know, a lot of these niggas be, are, were out here lying. Yeah. Oh, well, men. That's totally yeah. different. I thought you meant like women. Fuck wrong, wrong with these white people. I just assume niggas don't bathe, right? <laughs> I just assume. If at all. Woo, all They just right. go for like the crevices and the valleys. If that. If that. Not even like, not the, the back valley, if you know what I'm saying. Because that's gay. All right. Are you? Are I'm you just saying. I'm just saying facts. I'm just speaking the truth. All right. Our first letter this week comes from Monica, who says, 
I'll jump no, right Monica. in. I thought it, but I did not want to do it. <laughs> my mother-in-law is disabled and getting older, and my husband has always been a mama's boy. My husband wants us and our three kids to move from Texas to the DMV to be closer to her, and I don't want to go. Let me give you the backstory before I sound like the evil wife. We have been together for 14 years and married for nine. He's 34 and I'm 33. We tried to do this move six years ago and everything fell apart and it almost ruined our marriage. The last time we moved, we thought we had everything under control with expectations of using our savings and depleting our 401k accounts. But the cost of living in the DMV is ridiculous. We had savings for the cost of living in Texas, not the East Coast. Money ran out fast and within six months we were both working but living in a one bedroom apartment and living on government assistance with our three kids. After being, oh my God, five people in a one bedroom apartment. I just thought about that. Jesus. All right. After being there for a little over a year, we decided we had to move back to Texas because we were barely making it. It was so bad. I lost my car because I had to choose between making the car payment or rent. Now we have replenished our savings. We own our home. We have good jobs and we're financially stable. Amen. But we found out recently his mom isn't doing very well and now he wants to make the move again, but I can't do it. I don't know how many times that I've suggested that she move here, but she doesn't want to because everyone she knows and his side of the family is out there. He's made it very clear that if she gets any worse, he's moving out there and I can stay behind if I want to. If this were just one argument, I would assume he made that comment in the heat of moment in the heat of the moment. But he is legitimately making plans for this move. If it was just him and me, I wouldn't think twice about it. But no one wants their kids to, kids to struggle because of their life decisions. Am I wrong for making him choose between his family and his mother or is he wrong for making me choose between his mother and the well-being of our kids? Sincerely, New Monica. I'm mad. For what? Because <laughs> this is like a real ass life question. Yeah. Bitch. I don't know. how. I don't feel like <laughs> what? Um, Honestly, my first thought was, girl, let him go. Just let him go take care of his mama. It's not a good idea for you and your kids to uproot and all that. You already know how expensive it is and all that. And I can't blame nobody for wanting to be near their mama if she's like so sick that they feel like especially death is near. I can't blame nobody for that either. So he I think he needs to make arrangements like he needs to get his shit together, figure out how, you know, you and the kids are still going to be supported while he's gone for however many months. You know, he needs to figure out exactly how long he's going to be there and all that. But I wouldn't try to keep him from going. I would just make it clear that I ain't going. I'm not do I'm not uprooting our kids and being broke to live in the DMV that I don't even give a fuck about. That's your mama. But I'm a bitch who should not be married, so. <laughs> what would you do, friend? I don't know. I really don't. I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, I do think that he should be with his mother. Uh, if she's sick and things like that, I would not expect my husband or nigga of whatever capacity <laughs> to be, you know, to not right do the very same thing at the same time if we've been through this before and it was the living worst right um and it almost destroyed things i could absolutely also see i would just be like look i'm not going to go do that so i think you're right i think that i would probably be like look let's start figuring out to make this work where you're going to be over there and we're going to be here Mm -hmm. for how long it's going to to take what we can do to make it work. Right. Because this is what we call How long can we afford for you to be out there? Because, like, presumably he's going to lose his job. 
So uh, I guess just depending on how long he plans on being like, is he planning on moving to the DMV for good? See, that's another question. Is this just an excuse for yeah, him to I move really back to be with his family what or what? Of, you know, yeah, I don't really know the details of whatever his plans might be. If it is a permanent move, well, then, you know, you know, I don't know, nigga. Like, I mean, sometimes y'all need to be asking professionals. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, and I'm not trying to make like jokes or whatever. I'm just this is like a like a really difficult thing to answer because especially like she's saying, especially the, with the fact that they have children. Mm-hmm. It's just so complicated. Yeah, And the older they get, you cannot have three kids in a one bedroom apartment. And it's not like. It's not like some silly shit or some shit that you could just be like, well, why do you want to go? Like, it's real life yeah. issues in the way. So I just think if if y'all can make it work, then that would be for the best. I think maybe try to come up with a plan where he can go out there and figure things out. Um, yeah. Figure out how he can make either a a home for y'all out there that mm-hmm. everyone is comfortable with right. or how he can come back or what like I think that y'all are gonna have to come up with a plan with stages that will end in a place that y'all are both comfortable because right. I think to expect for for both of y'all to get up and leave immediately is just not something that's going it's to not work. Feasible. And then the other thing that's just so stupid and complicated is that resentment is a real thing. Because, like, Woo. even if you're like, sure, nigga, let's go, then you're in a situation yep. that you're all uncomfortable with. You had a home that you owned. Everything was great. You love Texas. And now you're out here with this nigga because he has real stuff going on. So you can't even really be mad, even though you are mad. So then you have to bottle those emotions, which will absolutely explode at some other point. And then you'll have all of this other drama to deal with yeah. in the marriage, aside from his dying mother. It's just. I'm not doing Like, you want us to move out there so you're gonna have to make a space for your family because a one bedroom apartment is simply not going to work it would be different if y'all had family you could stay with who had like all this extra space space and it was nothing and so y'all didn't have that expense or whatever that would be something else but he has an obligation to you as his wife and of course his children and he has a deep emotional connection with his mother so I just think he's going to have to be the one to try to make it work. But if I were you, I would be keeping my kids well-being at the forefront of my mind. Yeah, that should definitely be at the forefront of both of your minds. Um, But, you know, as we discussed last week and we talk about all of the time, marriage is a compromise. Any relationship really is a compromise. And Mm -hmm. seeing as how this is, is... you know, an emergency with his mom in a city that he wants to move to or needs to move to, rather. Right. He has to, it can't just be, I'm going. And so, yeah, because that's that don't, it. And right. we'll figure Texas it out. Texas and DC, not, you know, some little three hour drive apart. Neither. Y'all have to literally, like, I mean, physically sit down and come up yeah. with a plan of how this works that everybody mm-hmm. is comfortable with. Yeah. I don't know what that is going to look like. And that's why I'm like, str- I felt like I was struggling with this. But you're going to have to, like, come up with a plan. Everybody get out of their feelings, big, be big boys and big girls in the situation. Yeah. Be honest about what both of you want. And, Keep at it. Maybe you won't in, you know, on one day or in one sitting figure out what what's going to work. Maybe it's going to come. It's going to take oh, no. a while. It's, no, it definitely will. It will take weeks, if not months, to figure this out. You know, I'm just like for you to get like at least an idea that you can go out and confirm, you know, the possibility yeah. of or whatever. But 
Yeah, y'all are going to have a lot of talking to do and a lot of honesty. And I think yep. that regardless of what you land on, it's the beginning of this process is probably going to have to be him moving while you mm-hmm. stay where y'all are right. and y'all figuring out how to come back together. Yeah. You know, when you can. Right. Especially if you can handle the bills and the three kids. I don't know how, did she say how old they were? I don't think so. I don't think so. But if you can handle the bills and everything on your own without his income, that makes it a lot easier to tell him that he can go off to D.C. But, right. you know, he remembers six years ago when y'all was <clears throat> broke as fuck and five people in like a three room place. So, But you don't know this nigga because some niggas will be like, well, what's the problem? I don't understand why you hated right. it. Right. That's why I'm telling her, like, you you the one wrote the letter. And so I don't know how irrational or ridiculous your man might be. But that ain't that ain't the logic stands regardless. Like you have a wife and you have children. You have a legal obligation to care for those children. So you have to figure this out before you go take care of your mama or anybody else i'm sorry like that you you're grown up so that's the work all right our next question oh my god okay our next question comes from miles edgeworth he said i'm a black gay man in his 30s and i struggle to find a partner in new york a friend of mine (laughs) it's literally all of y'all but uh, wait us hello A friend of mine introduced me to a guy about a month ago thinking we thinking that we would be a great match and she was right. Oh, I've I'm, never okay. met <laughs> I've never met anyone so compatible and it scares me. I'm not big on destiny or all that, but he felt like the one, especially since I know that this same friend also introduced two other couples who are now married. Oh girl, so I know that friend is just like <laughs> I know she's so proud of her. Here my wings. Here I as go. As well as my bow and arrow. <laughs> the matchmaker, it's me. Things were stellar for the next three weeks. This guy is so attentive and affectionate in a way I never thought that I could receive. Oh, girl. This past Sunday, I spilled my guts about my feelings for him. And he let me know that he is also dating someone else that he met around the same time. He said he didn't want to hurt my feelings, but reminded me that he is two months out from a breakup and isn't ready to settle yet. Oh, girl. I was devastated and started to go gr- with these <laughs> I was devastated and started to grow distant. He made it clear that he really does like me, but that's going to be in the back of my mind from now on. What should I do? I'm scared that I'm going to fall for him. And that's when he'll tell me that he prefers this other dude. But I've never met anyone like him before. And I really want to be with him. Help me. Chris Lincoln Fury, you're my only hope. Sincerely, Miles Edgeworth, Esquire. Sweetie. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm here to tell you. Oh, baby. He's only two months out from a breakup. And right. y'all met a month ago. So, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. Even if he weren't, but especially because he is two months out of a breakup, yeah. you better have fun with this nigga while it lasts and look to the sky. Right. Because you know like, I think he probably really does like you, but he ain't trying to be in no relationship. Yeah, he does like you, but he's not trying to be pinned down. Mm-hmm. That like, Of course, he's talking to somebody else. And honestly, he's probably not even just talking to one other nigga. But even if he is... <laughs> even, he claimed you know, one. Right. right. <laughs> even if he is whatever, I he'll probably end up meeting someone else... Like, this nigga isn't really trying to be in anything serious right now, I would assume. And even if he was looking for, like, a new serious thing, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be in a serious thing with him right now. Like No, serious? Niggas, oh, God, and no. It's, and it's June? 
So like, <laughs> oh no, this is a peak cozy. What pride is finna start? You're bugging, <laughs> nigga. You need to be going out to the fucking club, enjoying your singles, having feelings for someone, being in love and crush yeah. and like all of that stuff is just a risk to your emotions. It just is. It is. There's no way around that. Nope. You're gonna get your feelings hurt in some way or yep. the next at some point somehow. That's just how it works. It's a human emotion. It's a thing. You know. Hopefully you have a village. Yeah. Or at least some sort of faith that you can lean into. Yeah. But and as, as far as this particular uh, nigga is involved, or concerned, I mean, <laughs> um, have your fun with them. Yeah. Get out your feelings. Mm-hmm. Have a great time. Continue to be that fun bad bitch that is just so infectious. I shouldn't have said infectious. That is just so like joy can be a infectious. Joy be, yes, you know what I mean? I do. To be around that, it's just like right. He would be a dumbass to not want to be right. in my presence. And if he doesn't want to be with me, I guarantee you, at some point down the line you will meet some other nigga that will drive you absolutely insane in mm-hmm. all of the same ways, if not more. <laughs> You just gotta, you right. know. But even deal if you don't, being with the wrong nigga is worse than not being with a man at all. It just is. I agree with everything you said. I just want to. Whew, I don't know. Like I feel for you because it's very easy to catch feelings for somebody if you feel like y'all are clicking in a way that you've never clicked with anybody else. But if I were you, I would just fall back um, and try to take this less seriously. What yeah. what I think you ought not do is <laughs> continue to um, press him about your feelings or about. Yeah. You know, the things that you want and all this. Like, it really is about to be summer. Everybody about to be out here thotting and bopping. Like, and I think if you continue to press, like, how much you like him and all this and you want to be with him and try to, like, push him into a relationship, the more he's going to be like, I said I wasn't interested. So, like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, I'm not at that place right now. Nobody likes that. Nobody Nobody wants wants to to feel pressured. right? Right. So, just, I know you're in your feelings, but you're going to have to back up. And let him let him date. Let him date and, and have same. his space. Right. And you date as well. Right. You get back out there as well. And if y'all are supposed to be together, I truly believe the universe will draw you together. Right. That's Amen. it. Don't make it a thing, honey. Right. Because it's not cute. It's not fun for It's been body. one month, okay? Right. Don't like, be that girl. <laughs> you're fine. Go to brunch. It's about to be bottomless. No pun intended. <laughs> so <laughs> like you'll be okay oh nigga and you're not alone it's not a, some foreign uh, emotion or whatever this is like typical oh, no. person feelings. absolutely not alright good luck to you I'm really torn between the last one because I don't know this girl has an incredible letter about you know her boyfriend versus her baby daddy but then this nigga has a question about his wife versus his baby mama or his ex-girlfriend and I just don't know which one to choose <sighs> oh shall we deal with the woman going through some shit or the man going through some shit let's deal with the man let's okay. talk to our brothers alright we'll do the girls next week sis this question comes from mm, I need to stop saying Brandon Marcus Marcus says and you just went for <laughs> The one he's right actually, behind And he's not gay, so I don't know why I did that. I mean, I know he's not, but... <laughs> Marcus said, I've listened to you two for about a year now since my fiancé put me on. I figured I could reach out to y'all for help since she and I can't come to an agreement. I was with my ex-girlfriend for so seven years. So she'll hear years. this? Right. Okay. <laughs> I was with my ex for seven years. At that time, she had a two-year-old, and when we split, her daughter was nine. The Wait, little girl... So she had a two-year-old? So a two-year-old, two-year-old who with... was not his. Okay. Right. 
She called the little girl called me dad pretty quickly and we all lived together. I thought we'd become a family proper through marriage eventually, but obviously things didn't pan out and we split. It was amicable and we're still friends. Her daughter is 14 now. Oh, so they broke up five years ago. Okay. Her daughter is 14 now and still calls me dad. My ex hasn't started dating again, but I'm engaged to my soon to be wife. We all get along, but my fiance doesn't like that that child, that kiddo, that's what he put, that's so cute, that kiddo calls me dad. I'm not her dad biologically or otherwise, but I was a father figure for seven years, and even beyond this, I was still involved in her life. My fiance wants me to put an end to this because it makes her uncomfortable. We want to start a family of our own soon, and my fiance wants my undivided attention on our child. I can see her point and where she's coming from, although I'm indifferent to the whole dad situation, whether she calls me that or not. I'm not her dad, but ultimately it's not up to me or my ex or my fiance what she calls me. It's up to her. But I must relent to my fiance's wishes. Oh, but must I relent to my fiance's wishes because my family should be prioritized? I'm going to have a sit down with my ex and her daughter and split ties to focus on my own family. But would I be wrong? I'd still maintain contact because I'm very much connected to my ex and her daughter. I just want the dad to stop to avoid friction with my eventual wife. Well, wait a minute. Thank you so much. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) bloody fucking hell. Um, Marcus. But do you want the child to stop calling you dad or what? Or do you just not want for her to be pissed? Because in my opinion, she's being irrational. I, so, I agree. I think your fiance is doing the most right now. That girl is 14 years old. By the time y'all baby is in first grade, she will be off in college some damn way. She probably won't be calling you nothing. Right. Probably so, not. But like you can't. It's like you were in her life from the time she was two. Y'all, so of course she's calling you dad. You're the only dad she's ever known. Then at nine, you and your ex broke up, but you were still in the girl's life. Because now it's five years later, she's 14 and she's still calling you dad. Right. So at 14, it's even more fucked up to be like, hey, you can't call me dad no more because the new woman I'm marrying don't like that. But you've been my dad for 12 years. I just don't understand why you why she cares you know what I mean like it's I I don't think that this 14 year old is under the impression that your soon to be husband is her biological father I'm sure she knows that this man is a father figure to no she does she definitely does and calls her dad because that's just the relationship like people people call the guardian or the figure in their life that sort of fills that role by that title all of the time it shouldn't be pressure I don't don't think that she's going to approach your baby when you have one and be like hey sis like you know right. I don't I don't think this child is confused I think so more so that you seem to be uncomfortable because you want to start a family with this guy and you want for your baby to be the first person right to, like to, my baby is his real child girl but like homegirl was involved screaming, in your fiance this baby was involved in your fiance's life before he knew who you were right so it just it, you're bugging like but, sis you're jealous of a 14 year old right now you really need to sit with that like, and okay. figure out why that come is on, come on girl like stop it even if you do care so much about being like your man's only baby mama or if, you know y'all's kids are all yours or whatever i don't know whatever you know weird shit y'all have put around this situation but like it is beyond wrong it's just beyond wrong to expect a man to go tell a full teenager that she can't call him dad no more because you like, don't like what? it. What? That is so silly. That is just goofy, girl. It's just silly. And I would probably be... I was going to say turned on. I feel like that's inappropriate, but it's true. <laughs> I would be like... I would admire the fact yeah. that this kid that's not my man's right. biological child 
that he looks after her and that like she is someone who he can look to for that I mean she can look to for that sort of like yeah. love. Right. You know, I would just be I would admire that. I that wouldn't annoy me. Right. I would be more so focused on the type of man that he is in this this kid's life right. and like enriching <laughs> enriching her and stuff like that. I just I don't I, I actually think it's a lot more admirable and would make me want to have kids with somebody yes. who was being an active father, yes. even though he didn't have a biological tie to that yes. baby. Like, that's a you good sign, girl. You see how this nigga parents before <laughs> he's a, good a parent to your kid. <laughs> this makes me think about my brother and how he met my sister-in-law 10 years ago when, um, like, I don't want to say the baby's name, but um, her little girl was five and she's 15 now. And just the thought, like, if my brother and sister-in-law broke up, which they ain't, but if they did, the idea that she would no longer, like, refer to him as her dad is ridiculous yeah. because he was there for, like, some very formative years of her life. And he is the daddy in that house. Like, it is the four, y'all, mama, daddy, sister, and brother. And that is, like, it's just absurd that this woman feels so challenged by a 14-year-old girl who is probably, this whole dad thing, probably going to be irrelevant soon any day like, way. I mean, Girl. Girl, like, you are being crazy, girl. Before your baby can even say dad, I think you're going to just be on the end right. of whatever this is that you're worried about. Right. Like, chill out. Do not send this nigga to go and tell no baby. No 14 a 14-year-old girl. Uh, so... My my lady, she don't like it. Right. Call me. <laughs> Especially because he's talking about she can't call me dad no more, but I would still imagine? be connected to my ex and her daughter. So you want to still be in my life, but I can't call you dad, even though I've called you dad since I was two because the new bitch don't like me. Can Bruh. you imagine being 14 and 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 no, that's so your dad, right. right? Your father, this man tells you that this brand new woman, don't call me I mean, no more. they've been together for a while, right? But right. But this adult more so Woo. doesn't like that me, the 14 year old yeah. and kids today. I mean, we haven't been dumb for a while. Right. But children, they're not dumb. Right. And I don't know how many young people are still looking at, at, at adults the way that a lot of us did when we were younger. Like, well, since the grown-up said it, I guess it must be right because they right. know everything. I know. Like, teenagers be Teenagers today <laughs> are bouncing back. fully know that right. a lot of us are dumb. Absolutely. And are just going to, you know, yeah, so. good for them. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, God bless it, but sis... This is fucked up. Like, this is emotionally damaging to a child who don't deserve that at all. Because, For what? Because of her insecurities and goofiness. Absolutely. 100% that and that alone. It makes her uncomfortable. She wants my undivided attention on our child. What? Do you think he's going to be up over with the 14-year-old so much that he's never with you and your newborn? Like, that girl has been with her... Your, the ex and your man have been separated for five years. Like... I don't. This is absurd. I'm sorry. This is just ridiculous. You gotta calm down, sweetie. It's not you do, thing. girl. I mean, I understand. You know, that's your man and all that, and y'all gonna have babies and be so happy. But like that little girl. And it's sweet, sir, that you are are working so hard to um, please your fiance and stuff like that. Great, because you you said at one point that you were indifferent about the dad thing, and then you ended it by saying, "I want her to stop calling me dad." No, you don't. You don't care. You probably love it, and that is perfectly okay. <laughs> because you raised that little girl. She shit from two it won't affect the relationship uh that you have with the kids that you are right. going to have uh 
uh, with your soon to be wife. So let's get our feelings in order. All right, everybody, let's, all let's be grown ups. Let's check our jealousy towards a teenager because we're all grown ups here and we don't want to emotionally <laughs> scar a child for no fucking reason. Let's do that. Amen and ashe. <laughs> Because, girl, if you and your man break up, wouldn't you want the step, the next stepwife or whatever, stepmama, whoever right. the fuck is called, wouldn't you want her to treat your child the same way she would treat her own? Isn't that what every woman wants from her baby daddy's new woman, that she treats the kids why, why like she would her own? unnecessary static? Because I know then that the ex, uh, the ex is going to be like, well, what the fuck is this? Right. <laughs> right. Oh, she, she going to know automagically like, exactly where this is coming from. There's just no need for the static, girl. It's not. Don't just, do it's, it. It's okay. Don't. don't. It'll I, be all right, promise sis. It'll be yeah, fine. we promise your your baby will love you and daddy the exact same, and daddy like, won't love y'all any less. I really think that y'all think that kids are dumb, and they're not. <laughs> they're not. Like your baby is not going to hear this child call uh, their dad dad and be like, "Wait, what, what does that make me?" Right. I, I, don't know, I don't know what's going on. Right? Do you think the the your kid is going to be confused as to how somebody else is calling the dad dad? Because that can be explained. Y'all really are afraid to talk. Kids to your aren't kids. dumb. And, and, They'll figure it it's out. It's so funny because this is a portion of what I'm going to talk about later <laughs> okay. for a bit. But Amen. yes, y'all really just don't want to explain <sighs> things, I guess. Well, it's your job, unfortunately, as parents. So. I don't know. Good luck to you, though, sir. Please, though, under no circumstances should you traumatize Please that don't. child like that. Please don't do don't. that little girl like that. Please don't. Y'all can work this out like adults. Yes. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We will be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so it is time for the read. It is. I'll start, I guess, because I just don't really have too, too much to say. I don't either. Mine is very short, but go ahead. Okay, so first of all, I guess I wanted to... Uh, what should I, should I start with? All right, so I heard, or read on People, I believe, that... uh Wendy's Wendy Williams soon to be ex husband Kevin mm-hmm. Hunter um, is blaming her for the current uh, static what? in his relationship with their son. Oh my god! You know we talked about the son <laughs> decking him outside of some store that we they did. were at, 
And I read he says that she's poisoning him and that they, you know, mentally, I guess. And that they had a perfectly great relationship before all of this drama started. I bet y'all did. Now, if this is true, and I want to say that it probably is because it wouldn't be the first time that a nigga has said something like this. I'm just so tired of this. <laughs> this nigga, like, their son is like 19 years old. Right. Everybody knows what you cheated on his mama. You had a whole side chick yep. on his mama, publicly taking pictures on vacays and stuff, yep. putting her in cars, having a whole ass baby on the side, giving her rings. All of this stuff is public. Poisoning. She don't have to say anything. She doesn't have to say anything to him. Sir. <laughs> Here's the, I just I, I hate that and especially because I'm such a mom's boy right I just I can't with it I read that shit and I'm just like no sir we're not about to do this shit do not after all of the other after all of the shit <laughs> this woman has been like sitting back trying to act like oh if you don't see me with my ring off I'm sticking with my man mm-hmm. trying to start, start foundations with your ass and, and put up this front and all of this other stuff until enough was fucking enough and now this son who's about to be a grown ass man soon right is being is influenced <laughs> by his mama no he's pissed at you for being a horrible ain't shit ass nigga and, you know, and disrespecting his goddamn mama and embarrassing her. Not to mention God knows what else. So it's just been easier to assume that instead of that his mama was poisoning him. Like he's he's a big old boy. He knows what's going on. Nobody gotta brainwash that nigga. <laughs> well, he knows as well as the rest of us right. what the fuck is going on, and he's rightfully pissed. Take your licks. <sighs> like, sorry, you did this. These are the consequences. Sorry, you gotta deal with it. There's a bedroom. I mean, you go ahead and lay down. You tired? You wanna stretch first? Because it's no waiting tired. on you. It's waiting on you. Um, and then uh, only other thing I want to say is shout out to all of the people who were extremely pissed at Alabama for their um, their abortion oh, right, right, right. banning mm-hmm. and things like that, but seemed to have no issue when news came out about um, Alabama banning this episode of Arthur. Oh my God. I did hear about this. I Mr. Rapper got married. like emotions here so yeah there's some episode i guess the season premiere of arthur which was news to me that it still came on right um yeah mr ratburn had like a a catering affair or some shit like that because he's getting married to somebody i don't know know who that was male animal (laughs) i don't know if he too is rat or what set he claims but let me see if i can same sex cartoon love (laughs) affair oh he looks to be the same thing as arthur and aardvark maybe i don't know i I can't tell what these niggas are wow but um mr ratburn husband yeah i just found it really funny that oh um, he is you do look aardvarkish that so many of y'all were were pointing out all of the bullshit coming out of Alabama when we were discussing your right to do what you want with your body. Mm-hmm. And then mere weeks later, here we are talking about them <laughs> doing something else really stupid. And y'all don't have issues with this. Right. Cartoons are not going to make your kids gay, folks. There aren't really any... Um, outside stimuli that are going to like influence your kids uh love interest sexuality gender identity or anything else especially not fucking cartoons um 
if anything, if your kid watched Arthur and even realized that Mr. Radburn right. was getting married to the same sex, if anything, maybe they would ask you, hey, what's this boy getting married to boy thing about? And then you would have to explain to them that this is a thing uh, that happens. But again, y'all don't want to do that. Right. You don't want to like instill any form of tolerance in your children. Um, and honestly, I would say that it's almost a blessing um, in disguise that so many of your kids won't see these types of things. Um, because if they did come to you for information about how these things worked, um, they would probably receive whatever poison it is that you would spit out on the subject and then go in the world with that, gay or not. Right. You know, so it's probably best that they don't get information on how same-sex affairs work from your ass anyway. Just the way it's probably also uh, a blessing that you're fighting for your right to not have kids at all. So I just wanted to point out the facts um, again, guys. Seeing two cartoons of the same sex get married or love each other is not going to make your kids gay. All it's going to let them know is that gay people exist in the world, (laughs) um, which they're going to find out anyway. Anyway, Um, This is just... And so I'm just so incredibly exhausted with having to continue talking about this. If, like, if, if examples are... Our representation of love influenced our sexuality. I would very much be straight. Right. Okay. I've seen way more straight couples in cartoons and films and shows in life around me from all of the early ages. Not to mention people telling me from very early age that, you know, it's wrong to be gay and this and that and the third. So... Here I am, oh, still loving dicks. And so I just don't understand. Regardless like, of how other people feel about it. Do you feel like there was just some cartoon that came on that that didn't get blocked that day and they wow. gave me the gay? I just don't understand what it is that y'all think and it's really, it's, it's just, it's tiresome. Like, I don't even care if the kid sees these episodes or not. Right. You know, because... As far as cartoons go, this is when I was a child, and even the cartoons I watch today, I just be wanting to having a good. I just want to have a good time, right? I just wanted the cartoon to be funny and and fun to look at, things like that. And if I learn something dope in the in the process, or if I take a lesson away from that that cartoon, that's a bonus. Y'all trying to like implant all of this dumb right into <laughs> your babies? I just worry, hmm. but. Yeah, that's it. I just thought that it was quite interesting that so many of y'all were taking huge dumps on <sighs> Alabama and then we're like, oh, well, I live for this. Yeah, I saw the comments on the Shea Room and I was I reminded the that there. humanity has a long, long way to go. But you cannot legislate away or like pretend away homosexuality. People are not going to stop being gay simply because you don't like it. And this just it is incredibly ignorant, but... Also not shocking. So I just want for y'all to get out of the mindset that Arthur is going to put a switch in your kid's hip. It's not going to happen. Like it it isn't. I don't know how to better explain that there isn't a nurturing that is involved with 
whatever or whoever mm-hmm. your child loves how your child loves like there isn't right if anything your behavior and your the way that you communicate with your kid will just affect the way that they express love mm-hmm. but it's not going to change who it is that they fall in love with or sleep with or whatever right. so it doesn't change anything just you know makes things harder for the kids who are coming up all the more reason to be uh pro-choice honey because <laughs> my word some of y'all Should don't need they? to raise kids mm, mm, mm. and that is a word all by itself amen i say for me all right my read this week uh goes out to the gentrifiers of this world Ooh, so many so many of you just all over the place however it happened to me hashtag it happened to me yesterday I was walking up to my building with a bunch of heavy like groceries or something. I had like a big bag from Whole Foods or whatever. And I see two niggas standing outside the building by the buzzer, by the little call box. And I can tell immediately that they are from a moving company because they have on matching outfits. They are carrying those blue carpet things that people use when they move. Right. They have those rolly wheel things that people put furniture yep. on to wheel mm-hmm. shit out. And they are standing in front of a moving van with the company's name on it. So with all, all the, these context all clues, the signs, yeah. I figured this out. I come up to the door. They're standing outside of it. So I figure they probably buzz somebody who's coming downstairs mm-hmm. or something like that. So I put my key fob up to the thing, buzz the door. And as I go to pull it, a white woman comes out of the building, looks me in my face. I know she did it. And says, you're going to need permission to go upstairs. I said, <laughs> immediately I thought this white woman must work for Con Edison or something there must be a gas leak in the building and it hasn't been cleared and I need permission from like the fire department before I go upstairs when did you hit her? (laughs) I looked at her face I said I need permission to go up to my own apartment in my own building she said oh you live here? What the fuck is wrong with crackers, bro? One of the niggas behind me said this this has happened to me multiple (laughs) buildings in this city one of the niggas behind me said Yes, she just swiped her, like she just buzzed her damn That's the reason the door is open. The woman said, can I see your key? Are you kidding me? I said. Are you (laughs) fucking kidding me? I said, bitch. You should have punched her in the the stomach. So while she's asking, while she's asking me, like, do I have like clearance to to come into the building? Do I have a key or whatever? In Harlem? In Harlem! The white man who was like who the moving kids had buzzed down is coming downstairs at the same time and so he's like in the lobby or whatever so me and this white woman are like we're about to fight honestly at this point because I see exactly what happened she had been standing in the foyer guarding the door because she didn't want to go outside and then those black boys have the opportunity to come into the building you know behind her she wanted to make sure they got buzzed in or whatever even though it's very clear they're here to move somebody and get some shit done like you could have just chilled on that because as long as your apartment is locked you don't really have no issues we don't have break-ins and robberies and shit in this building like girl these men posed zero percent threat so I figured that out immediately what she had actually done but then for her to come for me as well and then ask to see my keys on top of it when I let that bitch out when I tell you she scurried like a fucking subway rat down the street I said I know that's fucking right I know you did because I'm about to lay into you your ass bitch if you are scared of black people guess where you ought not live just guess just it's a wild guess guess where you should not move bitch to harlem do you know anything about harlem usa 
Do you know anything about the black renaissance? Do you know anything about the history of this place? Do you know anything about the people who made Harlem what it is? No. You know that you found way cheaper rent for a way nicer apartment than what you could get downtown in Soho or wherever the fuck else that you really want to live. So you brought your ass up here, but you brought your racism with you. And sweetheart, when I tell you I'm absolutely not the one bitch you're gonna get cussed out i cannot wait to see this bitch again in the building because every time i'm be like do you need to my keys again do you need to know like do you want to see my lease no you should ask to see hers do you, I, I really <laughs> every that's what i would do every time i saw her i need to see your keys excuse me wait 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 hey do hey. you live here bitch <laughs> i'm calling the authorities i'm calling the authorities i'm calling the police do you live here bitch why are you over here worried about me type i just bitch, i have to be careful because neighborhood i just have to be safe because i don't know if if, pe- if people are coming in the building i'm like oh nobody you live fucking cares about you in the middle of harlem sarah ann i do not understand sis sis you live in the dead center of blackness i went outside and looked like maybe 15 minutes later just went outside and looked around it is still even with gentrification doing its best still very fucking black in harlem it's harlem it's harlem bitch it's Harlem. I don't give a fuck how many of you Lululemon, Greek yogurt eating ass bitches come up here jogging at night and, and shit. There are your a bunch. white boys walking these big ass dogs, just fucking hounds that y'all got walking around and this fucking place, tons. driving up the rent and all this other shit. I do not give a fuck. It's, it's still, still black. black and so if you're scared of us, don't move, don't move into there. our fucking neighborhoods. It's that simple. You we just would love could it not, if you did it. You could just not live in Harlem. Go share a studio in fucking anywhere, Chelsea. nigga. Anywhere. Chelsea. Yes. Go do that. Go go on to Williamsburg and all that other shit. Midtown. Upper West Side. Upper East Side. Just go anywhere I the fuck else. I will never forget when I lived over on like 139 and I was coming up out of the train early, early New York years. And it was one of those packed rush hour, everybody's getting home yeah. moments. And some white woman off the train was like complaining about it being like shoulder to shoulder as everybody was trying to get out of the subway, <laughs> like up the stairs. Girl, are you are And you this new? older black man, I'm sure I talked about this on the show before, this older black man shouted at the top of his lungs, well, take your white ass back downtown then. <laughs> Ev, I want you to know, Everyone on the platform open mouth cackled at that stupid, stupid white woman. For real, though, take your white ass back downtown if you have an issue with seeing niggas in your neighborhood. You scared of two black men? And, like, I know good and fucking well, and she do too, that if it was two white boys in the exact same outfits carrying the exact same shit, she probably would have held the door open for them so they could have gone inside. Absolutely. Everything about this says they're here in a professional capacity. Every fucking thing. The niggas are in uniform. Uniforms. They're carrying moving shit. They're outside of a moving van. They're not here to hurt you or take your shit or anything else, Susan. Pack your shit up and carry your ass back below 96th Street where you belong and leave us the fuck alone. How about you do that? If you have not gotten rid of your racist fucking tendencies, if you haven't actually done the work about like your internalized racism as a white person, which you definitely have or have worked through, it's one or the other, <clears throat> then you do not need to bring your goofy lily white ass up into our fucking neighborhoods. It's bad enough that y'all bring money that we don't have and force out families and shit like that. It's bad enough. But then to act like you scared of us? My building is not even mostly white. It's a good mix of white people, black people. It's like, 
it is called a diverse building. Like you should not be scared. You should not be asking people who buzz themselves into the fucking building whether they have a key to go upstairs or not. Like she actually stood at the door and told me I could not go inside. I needed permission. Honestly, the do you live here? The do you live here thing is like entry level white. It's too much. (laughs) But she took it up to a a completely new level asking these secret keys. Assumed. Like I would have gone to jail. She assumed that I had no place there. That I I could not possibly live there. I almost said, I'm sure my rent is higher than yours and I don't have no man paying half of it neither. I've done that. But she walked, when I tell you, I called her a bitch and she ran away. Like, she got the fuck out of there. And I'm like, I know that's fucking right, bitch, because you was about to fully get it today with me. I have fully told a white woman before in my building, yes, I live here and I pay the rent alone. I don't have anybody helping me. And I pay it by myself, bitch. So. Do you have a rich husband paying your rent? Because that's what it smells like over here. How about you leave me the fuck alone? I'm paying real bills. What are you doing? Do you live here? I cannot wait to see her again. We're going to have to just start pushing white people in the street (laughs) and black neighborhoods. Like, we're probably going to have to, like... Start like really yeah. getting the message across. We really don't have to. I don't understand the nerve <gasps> of some of y'all. I just had a great idea. I'm gonna print out signs that say, "If you're scared of black people, move out," and put them on every floor. Security. I mean, you know, the management is gonna catch me. We have cameras, but that's all right. Because oh, I've point. seen way pettier. I'm letters. proving a fucking point. <laughs> I've seen way pettier notes. <laughs> like, I'm just honestly, annoyed. I'm really fuck. fucking annoyed. You have a lot of nerve to move to predominantly black neighborhoods. Yes, and then like be scared of niggas. <laughs> us with your prejudice, right? You couldn't have possibly come to look at this place and not realize that it, there was predominantly Negroes. I mean, girl, it's Harlem. You knew because constantly outside are Negro people, black and brown people all over the street all day long. You stand out way more than Because it is Harlem. Do. You do. When we, we see you, you, we turn around from. and right. <laughs> Like, what? how are you lost? How are you confused? Oh, my God. Friend, when I tell you, she was about to absolutely get it from me. She really was. It was about to be the end of her little feelings. Her whole fucking day was about to be shot dealing with me. But In this new building I moved in, I'd be like, you know what? I'm so glad because it's like mostly Asian people that live in my building. Mm, okay. So I'm like, oh, so they're just looking at the rest of us. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck are y'all? Goddamn trolls. <laughs> Because they're very much like crazy rich Asians in my building. The oh, girls are yeah. coming out the elevator and they're Balenciagas, the oh, ones right. that look like socks. <laughs> and they're just having a great time. Oh, so I know I'm they like, are. As long as I know. And be I, dressing I, too. F- down. It's something just about Asian women moment. in New York City. They dress better than anybody in the whole fucking world. I love it. You really ain't got shit on the Asian women up here. Nobody does. I like, you it. cannot touch their style. It's incredible. I love it. Across the board, wherever right. you're going for, if yeah. you're goth, no if matter you're preppy, what it is, if you're no like matter what. They have an eye for any like they're they just, just like, they be oh, pulling yeah. off some incredible outfits. That ain't the point. Don't ask me, do I fucking live here, bitch? Don't be fucking dumb. Do you live here, bitch? I can see if we was going up to some, you know, sixty foot high rise in the financial district. <laughs> like I could see then. Like, what is this little nigger bitch and doing here? You know you don't belong here. I don't want you if look, and I'll still cuss you out. <laughs> You still got me fucked up. Yeah, yes, I am here to rob you. And what, bitch? That's gonna make me mad too, because bitch, do you know how much fucking work a nigga has to put in being black? Okay. And queer. Right, all this shit. And broke as fuck (laughs) to get to a place where you goddamn right, I motherfucking live here. And ask me something again so I could toss your ass out one of these windows, bitch. Wait to see that bitch. Go home. Go to where you live. (laughs) Which one of these apartments is yours? Carry your ass up there and don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing. 
I hate that. Woo. The nerve of you. Bitch, please. Why don't you go and, and why don't you get a house? <laughs> you know what? It sounds to me like you need to move way out in Queens or take your ass up to Yonkers, so White Plains. the only person walking into the building or should be walking you. into people is That's you. That's right. And people you mm-hmm. know. You need to live somewhere where don't nobody have a key to the front door but you. That's where you need to go. Because this ain't it for you, bitch. And that's it. I was so annoyed. I, I said, let me. Believe that's this all right. Bitch. I'm going to cuss the bitch out on the show. I was going to cuss her out to her face had she not ran. But let I think she, real, she realized exactly how much she had me fucked up as she got out of there. Stupid bitch. Let me see your keys. Woo, let me see your lease. The amount of work and time Man. and care Man. that it must take for Negroes to like build a community where they feel a sense of comfort, regardless of how the rest of your city or your town or your state shits on those areas. To be like, this is our park. The, I, my cousin lives down there. My best friend grew up right. in that fucking building and like, and really have a home right. that is yours. And Harlem, again is one of those those places and it's not even the only black neighborhood in this city alone that is so full of culture and so full of like things to be proud of right. as far as being a black American person for Denise white people to just come based off of of like convenience mm-hmm. and finance and then be talking to us close to Midtown like <laughs> motherfuckers weren't raised Ooh. here like People got great grandmamas. Right. That's from this block. Right. And y'all calling the police because you heard the ice cream man. Remember last year some bitch called the police on the ice cream man? (laughs) In East Harlem or something. They were like, it's going to shut the fuck up. Hard not to slap the shit out of some of these white people. She was going to Because the audacity is just infuriating. It's incredible. It's infuriating. It Stop really it. It's really bad enough that y'all are are literally driving so many people out of the place that they've known for their whole fucking lives because you come in and the fucking rent shoots up and now we got crepes and sushi and all this goddamn food that didn't nobody want or ask for. Right. And then on top of that, <laughs> and you know it. Gentrification right. ain't no secret. Right. And you want to be an asshole on top of that? Thank your lucky stars that uh. people are not putting knuckles to your septum. Right. Because I know them. I know if them niggas wasn't like like in a work capacity they probably would have wanted to beat her ass cause she had been standing there like a dummy like who are y'all this is not your building bitch you are not the fucking super you are not the fucking doorman go on about your life you know what you can do to keep yourself safe keep your windows shut and your doors locked when you're not at home you're fine bitch (laughs) this is not no high crime building you're fine ugh it was just so fucking ridiculous (sighs) oh And again, wow. in Harlem of all fucking, like you could not have gone anywhere blacker. To you do legit this. have nerve. You, <laughs> like you have you such are... gall. <laughs> Jesus, I just asked for the opportunity to see this bitch one more time. That's all like, I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. I tell you, I would have dropped my bag, <laughs> my pocketbook, my keys, anything that is in my hands. I'm dropping to the floor, and I'm just starting with. Let me tell you something. Man. Bitch. She didn't even run. It was a scurry. She scurried away as quickly as she possibly could. Because she knew it was not going to end well for her. That bitch was clear and it was concise and it was ready. It was a whole paragraph was coming afterwards. I walked so, past this man in my building that I just moved. I've been in this building like three months, maybe. Mm-hmm. I walked past him and I saw him with like, I saw him begin to ask me. Oh, no. Like, do you live here? But, you know, I always have headphones on right. when I'm walking. I think I just... uh in fact, I had walked back in with Link. 
Oh, so you're in there with your dog? I'm delivering and- a dog. <laughs> Oh, you I'm, probably thought you were like a professional yeah, dog walker. I'm a Postmates. He was about to ask, like, can you can you walk my dog? What are, you, what are your rates? <laughs> Stop assuming black I people just, cannot possibly live in your building, bitch. I cut an eye to him. I wasn't even listening. There was no music even playing. Right. So I heard, like, I could hear him. Right. I just cut my eyes at him and kept walking. Because I'm thinking, I've never seen this bitch before. I've probably been living here longer than you have. I have. Half of these white people I can recognize. I be seeing them niggas in the laundry room and all this other shit. Like, girl, who are you? Anyway, white people, again. I don't have the temper. Don't move kind of... to black spaces and then act like you scared of black people. It, it's it's, it's illogical. Right. It makes no sense. Carry your ass back home then, bitch. And on that note, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Um, our website as well, thisistheread.com. Any news this week, Kid Fury? I have a party coming up Facts. on June 30th at Haven Rooftop. It's going to be a ball. I think it's during World Pride. Ooh. It's almost always during um, New York Pride, but I think New York has World Pride every couple years i don't know how the pride thing works. okay okay but um it's sure to be a a, a wang dang doodle and there's gonna be <laughs> loads of uh megan the stallion playing and Trina, well, of course well. <laughs> and loads of other things to to shake that ass to so you can go to fury305.com if you want to get some tickets to come out um, if you've been before, then you already know how it goes. Leave your inhibitions at the fucking door. Come out have a good time. <laughs> it's a no judgment zone. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good time. Amen. We will also be in Washington, D.C. on June 22nd. Tickets available at vreadlive.com if you want to come check us out. And other than that, I think that's it for this week. Do we have uh, anything else before we get out of here? I feel like instead of acronyms, I'm going to start giving, I'm going to start ending the show with like a more, you know, thing. Okay. So like a line that is meant to be um, enriching and, okay. and provide yes. some sort of um, knowledge mm-hmm. or maybe like a life hack or something like a like proverb. That yeah. Okay. So for this week, I will end on this note. Um, never forget to microwave your Krispy Kreme donut for 8 to 10 seconds after you get it. Now, if it's hot now, you're probably good to just eat fresh. Right. But when you get a a crispy Mm -hmm. 8 to 10 seconds, and really this can be said for many other pastries, honey buns. Honey buns. buns. (laughs) You know, things like that. Them flaky shits. What are them shits? Croissant. No, no, no. Although, yes, but them things with the the filling inside. A Danish. Yes, a Danish. Um, Even a churro. A churro. You know, I love a good churro. So yes, the more you know. I'll call I'll have a different tag maybe next time. But yes, eight to ten seconds for a creamed crispy. And we'll see you next. (laughs) Bye y'all. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in LA, a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. 
The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.